Hey, what's up? This is Matt Dietz, and this is Agency Launch. You can find me at www.agencylaunch.net. You can shoot me an email at matt.dietz at agencylaunch.net, and you can even find me on Twitter and or Instagram at Dietz Agency. A couple things really quick. I do have another podcast called Simply Explaining Insurance. It is all about product. I think I'm on my 137th, soon to be 138th episode. Um, so anything you need to know about product is there for you. It's great for staff. It's great for your sales folks, your protégés, your producers, whatever. You want to get them up to speed and how to talk to clients uh, about what we sell. It's a great free resource for you. Uh, the other thing is I have a training program called Agency Launch. It's incredible. It has training on sales, marketing, staffing, and retention. It's stuff that you're probably not doing. It's Some of it's pretty advanced, but it's laid out to you in a very succinct, easy-to-understand format because it's done by me. Okay, so check it out. It's at agencylaunch.net. Reach out to me if you have any questions. All right, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, Good Lord. Yesterday, I spent the bulk of my free time trying to clean up a mess. I'll tell you, workers' comp is a tricky, can be a tricky product. Um, it's highly regulated, uh, some, and sometimes that's really good. Sometimes it's very black and white. It's very clean and neat. You know, the numbers add up, the premiums add up, um, the audits tell a story. Sometimes, though, uh, it can be tricky. Uh, let me tell you kind of what I had happen with a client of mine. I have a client. She's great. Um, she runs, she's kind of a general contractor. She flips houses, okay? And uh, she has some 1099 people uh, that work for her, and including her son. So it can be a little, there's a little bit of gray area in there. I did a podcast on 1099 versus W-2 employees on the other show uh, if you really want to learn a little bit more about how that relationship is defined because it's very important when it comes to workers' comp. Very important. So this gal went through an audit with the company that isn't my primary carrier and uh, they uncovered some payroll that wasn't paid for properly on the audits. Her son, they're bringing her son's payroll in, which is the right thing to do. And this is something that I talked to her about a year ago. I said, look, you need to pay him as an employee because you have control over what he does and how he does it and where he does it. Um, so his payroll was brought in. And she got a charge. She got a bill for like $5,000 for that. And she, after a few conversations and some understanding, she's she's reasonable. She understands. She doesn't know everything. She has humility. It was a it was refreshing to talk to someone who who was open minded and humble enough to realize that this was new new stuff for her. So, um, the other thing is there are two contractors that she hires that this insurance company wants her to pick up their payroll moving forward that is a that is a problem um, because they have their own workers comp and they are contractors when this client had the phone audit with this company um, something there was some miscommunication in there okay the auditor believed that the relationship was more employer-employee. Uh, 
and said, moving forward, your pay, their payroll has to be put on your workers' comp policy. Now, this is on a construction policy, okay? Uh, the rate on construction is one of the higher ones that, that's out there. And if their payroll was on this policy, it probably would have been another $20,000. So uh, I spoke to her about it. Now, I hadn't talked to my client after the audit and after specifically this part of the audit in regards to these two subcontractors. And she uh, was controlled yet... Uh, excited <laughs> or excitable in the fact that she vehemently denies, you know, that this, she says, look, man, I know the difference between a 1099 and a W-2. These are true 1099s. All right. We sit down, we go over the scope of the project and they do their thing. They don't work only for me. I get other bids, you know, they are contractors and this is not okay. So so now as an agent, so what's your role as the agent here? Okay, you have the insurance company that's saying, hey, we have to add this as payroll. And we have the client that says, hey, no. Sometimes you're going to be put in the middle of this. Sometimes it happens during an audit like this. I've been in the middle of audits before. Um, and sometimes it's the same with claims, right? You got a claims adjuster who's like, we're going to deny this. And we have a client that's like, why? So in this situation, you know, I believe my client. And there's there's a gray area in here, right? Sometimes you have a client who's full of it, right? Who you know is trying to pull, uh, who's trying to work the system or is trying to find a shortcut or trying to do whatever. Our industry does a good job of eliminating potential shortcuts. You know, we ask for proof. You know, we ask... We have very specific language in our contracts about what is and what isn't covered or what needs to happen. We have the, there's a governing body of workers' compensation here in Idaho. We are under the NCCI. They tell us, you know, there are tax forms that need to be turned in. The government is behind this too, right? So, um, but in this case, I know this client. This is where the agent client relationship part is really important for you, okay? To be able to sit down and and take the side of your client in a meaningful, professional way and take it back to the insurance company and say, look, here's what's really happening and be an advocate for them. That is why the client pays you, okay? This is where... This is where your worth comes into play as an agency owner, okay? This is where insurance is not transactional, and this is where it is not commoditized, all right? You're fighting to save this person $20,000, okay, so that they can continue to work their business uh, in a profitable way and continue to do things properly. Now, you're there as a coach to them, too, sometimes. You have to teach them exactly what that means, but... So I'm a conduit between my client and the insurance company here. And in this case, I'm going to back my client because I believe in her and I believe that she is right. Okay. And it's okay if there's miscommunication, right? We're humans. There are going to be mistakes. I sent the email out to the underwriter uh, and I CC'd my client and I said, look, here's kind of, here's my take on this. Um, what can we do to make this right? You know, I've been in situations too where I've had to back the company, where I've had to go back to the client and say, look, 
this is what the contract says, this is why we're denying the claim, or this is why the payroll has to be on the account, or whatever. So this is when you make your money. Okay, that's the way I see it. So, so we'll see how it plays out. Um, I'm hoping for good things. I'm hoping for everybody. There was some ego in here on both sides, you know, and I'm hoping that that gets flushed away and we just do what's right. I'm always concerned on what's what's the right thing that needs to be done that satisfies both parties, right? So that's my take on this. So I wanted to share that experience with you. There you go. Hope you're having a good day wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Matt. This is Agency Launch. Do me a favor. Can you give me a review somewhere, anywhere on Apple Podcasts or if you're listening to this on Anchor or Spotify or Google or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this, a review would mean a lot to me. So appreciate you listening uh, and keep up the good work. And I'm going to stop this as soon as I unlock my phone. There you go. All right.